This is the Bible in One Year Express, day 38. Use it or lose it. Mara Hindley was one of the most notorious murderers of the 20th century. Her crimes were almost unbelievably horrific. Yet one person took it upon himself to visit her regularly while she was in prison. Lord Longford was a controversial figure who spent much of his life visiting prisoners, including Mara Hindley. Yet no one can doubt his compassion and his faithfulness both to God and to those he visited. When he died, former prisoners joined hundreds of mourners to say farewell to the man who'd spent his life faithfully fighting for society's outcasts. He found inspiration in the words of Jesus from today's passage. On his deathbed, he asked his wife, You know what the most important quotation from the Bible is? He spoke his last words by answering his own question, quoting the words of Jesus. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Life is not a competition that you have to win. It's not supposed to be a rat race. Life is a huge privilege and an opportunity. God has trusted you with gifts and abilities which he wants you to use. Use them or lose them. He is faithful to us and he expects us to be faithful to him. From Psalm 18 The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be God my Saviour. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing kindness to his anointed, to David and to his descendants forever. God's faithfulness. Be kind, said the philosopher Plato, for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. The Bible gives us an even stronger reason to always be kind. God is always kind to us. In his faithfulness, he shows us unfailing kindness. David is able to look back at his life and see how God has shown unfailing kindness to him and his children and grandchildren, his descendants. God had delivered him from all the attacks of the people around. He'd put him in a position of leadership with great responsibility. He'd given David great victories and had saved him and exalted him. David responded in worship, I will sing praises to your name, thanking God for his faithfulness to his anointed. You also are anointed. God will show you his unfailing kindness. He's kind all of the time. And if you want to be like him, make kindness your ambition. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to me, that you show me unfailing kindness. Help me to be kind to everyone I meet. New Testament from Matthew 25 Again it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who'd received five bags of gold brought the other five. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I've gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who'd received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man. I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. 
His master replied, Oh, you wicked, lazy servant, take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. A life of faithfulness. How can you be faithful? First, use it or lose it. God is generous and kind. He gives us so much. In the parable, the bag of gold, or talent, as is used in some translations, and is the origin of the English word talent, represents not only your money, but your gifts, skills, time, energy, education, intellect, strength, influence, and opportunities. Be faithful with whatever you have been given. It's no good wishing you'd been given more. You are simply called to do the best you can with what you have. To be faithful means to use the gifts and abilities that God has given you. I am sometimes tempted to be like the third servant who said, I was afraid. We hide our talents because we are afraid of failure and what others may think of us, or of the hard work and responsibility that may be involved. It has been said that the greatest mistake you can make in life is to be continually fearing you will make one. The servant who received five talents and the one who received two talents must both have had to risk losing it all. Step out in faith. Use your gifts and risk failure. Jesus said in effect, use them or lose them. If you do the very best with what you have, God will give you more and say, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Second, see the least and the last as Jesus in disguise. Jesus said, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. He tells us that faithfulness to him is shown in what we do for the most vulnerable and most needy in our world. The hungry. Millions of people are dying of starvation. Every time you feed the hungry, you encounter Jesus. Mother Teresa said, The dying, the unwanted, the unloved, they are Jesus in disguise. The stranger. To be homeless, a refugee, or an asylum seeker, must be one of the most painful experiences of life. When you encounter people who are strangers, and when you look after the homeless, provide them with shelter, and bite them into the heart of your community, you encounter Jesus, the sick. Another way in which 
you can meet Jesus is through ministering to those who are sick, whether they're in hospital, at home or at church. Every time you pray for the sick, you have the opportunity to encounter Jesus. The prisoners. Those in prison often come into the category of the last and the least of our society. Jesus challenges us to imitate his grace and acceptance of sinners. We need to remember that we too are forgiven sinners. It's a huge privilege to go into the prisons or to care for and mentor prison leavers. I remember the prison chaplain to the prison service saying that when he went into the prisons, he thought he would take Jesus in with him. He soon realized that Jesus was already there. He said that from then on, he went into the prisons in order to encounter Jesus. In all these areas, Jesus says, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Jesus tells us that when he comes again in glory, there will be a judgment and it will involve a separation that will surprise people. How we respond to Jesus has eternal consequences. Lord, thank you that when I reach out to the least and the last, I encounter you. Old Testament from Job 40-42 My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer and not deal with you according to your folly. You have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has. After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. Job's faithfulness God has had a good plan for you from the moment you were conceived. He also had a good plan for Job. Right from the start, he had planned Job's restoration and blessing. Job is remembered throughout history for his faithfulness. The Apostle James says, You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. Once again, God fires questions at Job, making him realize that there are simply some things too wonderful for Job to know. Job holds on to God's faithfulness. I know that you can do all things. No plan of yours can be thwarted. This is a wonderful promise to hold on to when things in your life are not going according to your plans. God has a good plan for you and it will not be thwarted. God does not give us trouble-free lives. He does not answer all our questions, but he does reassure us that he is with us in our troubles. God tells Job to pray for his friends who had hurt him, let him down, wrongly accused him, judged him and criticized him. Job forgave them and showed his total forgiveness by praying for them. As he interceded for them, God not only accepted Job's prayer for his friends, but also the Lord made him prosperous again and gave him twice as much as he had before. Joyce Meyer writes, If you do things God's way, he will give you double for your trouble. The Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the first. As with David, God showed his kindness to him and his descendants. Job is commended for his perseverance in the face of suffering. Satan believed that suffering would cause Job to turn away from God. Job's perseverance demonstrated that Satan was wrong. With brutal honesty at times, Job was nonetheless able to maintain his worship of God in good times and times of great trial. His perseverance is an example to us of how to respond to suffering. When you respond with faithful 
perseverance, Satan is defeated. Job is a type of Christ. Through Jesus' faithful perseverance in response to his suffering on the cross, Satan has been totally defeated once and for all. Lord, help me to be faithful with my talents in praying for my friends and to persevere like Job. Pepper adds, In the story of the talents in Matthew 25, at first glance, it doesn't seem at all fair giving more to a person who already has a lot. I feel sorry for the man who is too frightened to use his talent. I can relate to him, sometimes fearing to fail or not wanting to look a fool can hold us back. But God has made us the way we are for a purpose that only we can fulfill.